<laughs> Can you believe this? One went away, baby. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everybody, to the postgame pod. Sunday, January 21st, and a Monday, January 22nd. It's Matt Derry, Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's a final downtown today at Ford Field. Yes, the Detroit Lions have won another playoff game. Yes, the Detroit Lions have beaten the Tampa Bay Bucks 31 to 23. And yes, the Detroit Lions are one win away. One win away. From the Super Bowl. Did you hear me? The Lions. One win. 60 minutes. From going to the gulp. Super Bowl. Thanks for making us your first listen. Checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe on our Locked On Lions YouTube channel. Follow on Twitter. and You, you know all the deal. Tell your friends about us. If you don't. if you, I, I want everybody that's watching right now. If you have some friends that don't know about us at Lockdown Lions, let them know. All right? We're here. <laughs> this is unbelievable. And I know the Lions were favored. I know I told you they were going to win. And, and, and we talked about it with so many different experts last week. But the Lions followed through. The Lions won. The Lions were in a 10-10 game. The Lions were in a 17-17 game. Do you realize? That the Detroit Lions, yes, Detroit Lions, have played two playoff games and have not trailed in either of them. What is even happening? What planet is this? Where am I? Is this real? Let me feel the... <laughs> what is going on? This is awesome. How great is this? I, I'm recording this at like 8 o'clock. I'm sure there's still people just sitting outside of Ford Field, maybe by the Barry statue, or just walking around, not, not even realizing, not even feeling. Just, it's like floating. The Lions are going to go to Santa Clara next Sunday night at 6.30 to play the San Francisco 49ers for a chance to go to the Super Bowl. And it's amazing. It's an amazing story. This franchise has been so bad for so long. This ownership group, this family has been so bad for so long. And the daughter, Sheila Fordham, came in and hired Chris Spielman and hired Brad Holmes and hired Dan Campbell and Ray Agnew and, and Mike Disner they kept. And yeah, I'll say it, Rod Wood, all these people. And it's working. They're winning. Today was a nail-biter again. Today got a little grimy at times. Today got a little bit nervous. You know, Ben Johnson and Aaron Glenn, breakdowns on offense and defense. Maybe these guys shouldn't have been interviewing for jobs. What are we doing? What's going on? Why are we not running the football? Ragnow's hurt. Jackson's hurt. Brock Wright's hurt. Holy hell, we're going to lose. What? No, no. The Lions won. The Lions continue to win. They've won 14 freaking games this year. Counting the regular season. 14. 
Dan Campbell started like 419 and one ever since he's like 22 and seven. The Lions have a real coach. The Lions have a real quarterback. The Lions have an all everything receiver. The Lions have a running back that is as explosive as they come. And at the end of the game, needing a stop, they got pressure on Baker Mayfield. And Derek Barnes got his first ever interception in the NFC Divisional Playoff game at home to seal the game. Just incredible. 31-23, Lions over the Bucks today at Ford Field. Again, next week, Lions at San Francisco. And I'll say it right here, right now. You're going to hear a lot of people say, oh, the Niners are seven-point favorites. Ah, it's going to be tough to go out west to face the big bad Niners. Lions can win. Absolutely. Am I picking them yet? No, I got to dissect. I got to see if Debo Samuel is going to play. I got to see what's going on with Frank Rag now. But I'm telling you, this Lions team can absolutely win this game. Absolutely. Did you watch San Francisco last night? That was a shaky performance. Now, I get it. It was raining. I get it. They were rusty after being out for two, three weeks with the, after resting all their players in week 18. I get that. I do. All right, Brock Purdy did not have a good game. Um, the defense was a sieve. Aaron Jones was running at five, six, seven yards a pop. Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery should be licking their chops next week. The Lions can absolutely win next week. But there are some things they've got, definitely got to clean up. Today, look, Tampa Bay, give them credit. All right. I ripped on Todd Bowles a little bit this week, the Killer Bees, Bowles, and Baker, and I said, they're not losing to these guys. The Bucs played hard, and they were physical, and Baker got into a bit of a groove second and third quarter, started finding Mike Evans, and it was trouble time again. Once again, Cam Sutton and the Lion cornerbacks cannot guard the best receiver on the other team. Want to go back to week 16 in Justin Jefferson, week 17 in CeeDee Lamb, week 18 in Justin Jefferson, uh, uh, last week Puka Nakua, this week Mike Evans. You know, Amon Ross St. Brown got hoed and screwed on the Pro Bowl, but Mike Evans today went, watch this. I am a Pro Bowler, Amon Ra. Eight catches, a buck 47, and a touchdown. Every week, the other team's top receiver lights the secondary up like a blunt. All right, so now adjustments certainly have to be made. And if Debo Samuel ends up playing next week, that's obviously a guy the Lions are going to have to keep an eye on. Oh, by the way, Christian McCaffrey will be the best running back the Lions have faced uh, in, in who knows how long. And George Kittle, of course, the only, you know, Sam Laporte is as good a tight end as there is in the NFC, but the best resides in San Francisco. So this is not going to be easy. But today was not easy because Baker Mayfield got a little bit of a groove although the two interceptions were huge, one by Chauncey Gardner-Johnson or C.D. Deuce, as he was called on the radio broadcast today by Dan Miller, and, of course, a Derek Barnes play at the end. And there were times the Lions, again, did not get enough pressure on Mayfield except when they blitzed. And, oh, by the way, on the last play today, the Derek Barnes interception, Branch came in on a safety blitz. Everybody slid over. Uh, on the offensive line to try to pick people up. It was five against four or six against five. John Kaminsky got in there, maybe the play of his career for the commish, got in Baker Mayfield's face and forced the interception. All right. Lions are not getting home unless they're blitzing. That's a problem. 
the Bucks today ran the football. I was stunned at the amount of success that Tampa Bay had running the ball today. Yes, Lions outgained them 114 to 89, but Rashad White today, a nine carries 55 yards, carried the ball at six yards a pop. All right, the Lions made some mistakes today, some penalties, um, but again, no turnovers. And what can you say about Jared Goff? I want to get into why this guy is going to be here for a very long time and is cementing himself right now as one of the best quarterbacks in Lions history based on how he's playing. We will get into that and talk about that uh, coming up next right here on Locked On Lions. It's a post-game pod. Lions win 31-23 over the Tampa Bay Bucks. They are back in the NFC Championship game for the first time in 32 years and for only the second time in the franchise's history. Yes, you heard me. Back in 1957, there wasn't no AFC and NFC. All right? Um, it's awesome. They deserve it. Um, I'm, I'm happy for them. This franchise has been so bad for so long, but this regime is really, really good. All right, tonight's broadcast of Lockdown Lions is brought to you by our friends at LinkedIn Jobs. At the start of the new year, every small business owner is asking themselves the same question. You ready for what it is? What's the one move I can make that'll make sure my business is going to the next level in 2024? Well, LinkedIn Jobs knows that your success all depends on the team you surround yourself with. That's why LinkedIn Jobs has created the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. If you've never posted on LinkedIn Jobs for a job opening before, please do, all right? It's easy. It's hassle-free. And they got so many different tools on LinkedIn that can get you the proper candidates that you want. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. Post your job for free. At LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. Back on the post-game pod, Lockdown Lions for a Sunday, a victory Sunday, January the 21st. Three, day, three years to the day that Dan Campbell was hired by the Detroit Lions, the Leos. The Honolulu Blue and Silver Warriors, the Gladiators, get a 31-23 win over the Tampa Bay Bucks. Thanks to our everydayers that are out there. Shout out to so many of you that check out the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Dairy Speaks or at the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page, Threads, uh, YouTube channel, all of you. Uh, thank you for uh, checking us out each and every day. It's some great interaction with some of you today. I know a lot of you send tweets during the game. I can't respond to everybody. Um, I'm going to try my best next week, especially during the game. Uh, 6.30 for Lions and San Francisco 49ers next week out in Santa Clara. And you know, you know, uh, some of the, the diehards uh, will be out there in full force in their Honolulu Blue and Silver invading uh, the stadium. Uh, I don't even know what it's called. It's out in San Francisco. Candlestick Park? No. It'll come to me. It's Levi's? Levi's Stadium. You know the crack man, Ron Crackiola, will be out there. You know that. You know that. Uh, Lions win today, 31-23. to Derek Barnes with the interception to seal it. Lions put up 21 points in the second half. After this game was tied at 10 at the half and tied at 17 after three. 
The Lions won the fourth quarter 14 to 6. Jameer Gibbs a touchdown run. What about Craig Reynolds? Come on, Craig. Come on, Craig. Yes. Craig is back. First postseason carry touchdown. He had one carry for one yard today. God bless him. And on a fourth and goal from the two or from the one, Ben Johnson decided, let's just run this thing. Stop messing around. Loved it. Uh, Jared Goff to Amon Ross St. Brown for a touchdown as well. Josh Reynolds caught a touchdown early in the game. Um, Sam Laporta, bad knee and all. Nine catches today. What can you say about him? And uh, the Leos are moving on after this 31-23 win. I said it before and I'll say it again. And I said it earlier before we went to uh, uh, did the live read. Jared Goff is a beast. All right. That's two straight games now in the postseason without an interception. That's two straight games where he's outdueled the other team's quarterback. And yes, Matthew Stafford put up good numbers last week, but Jared Goff beat him. Today, Baker Mayfield threw for 349. All right. Jared Goff beat him. 30 out of 43 today, 287 yards, two touchdowns. He was sacked twice, a pass rating of 103.5. In the clutch, when needed. Jared Goff delivers. Is he going to miss a throw here or there? Laporta on third and goal? Sure. All right. Did Tampa Bay drop? Did Dean drop an in the an interception that was right in his hands in the in the end zone early in the game? Sure. But when when the chips are down, big throws need to be made. Jared Goff does it. Third and sixteen, he hits St. Brown for a first for a first down. The offensive line deserves a lot of credit. Awoshika came in today for Jonah Jackson. Ragnow playing on a on, on one leg. But in the end, you've got to have a quarterback. You've got to have a guy that's delivering the pill. Uh, for the first half, the Lions went abandoned the run game. I don't know what Ben Johnson was doing, but Jared Goff had to carry them. And against a defense that at times today looked pretty tough, Cancy and Vea and Dean, like I said, Levante David, um, Antoine Winfield's an all-pro safety. Um, KJ Britt had a really good game for Tampa Bay. If I'm doing game balls for the Bucks, Britt was all over the field. Jared Goff, though, put up 31 points. He's the quarterback here, and he's going to be the quarterback here for a long time. He's not even 30 yet. Lock him up. Let's get a long-term deal going for Jared Goff to keep him here. He's the guy. All right. He even scrambled today and had a, a what was it, a six-yard run or seven-yard run? He had a Seven-yard run today. He delivers. The guys rally around him. He's a real leader, and he's been there. Right now, the Lions need all the veterans that they can have that have experience to teach these young guys what this is like. Jared Goff has played in an NFC Championship game. So has Johnson Gardner-Johnson. All right? Not many others on this roster have gone through this. So they're going to lean on somebody like Jared Goff who has this kind of experience. Jared Goff is only the 10th quarterback in NFL history to take two different teams uh, to the NFC Championship game. I was listening to uh, Kevin Kugler today on Westwood One, and he said, uh, he named some of the guys. I heard Craig Morton's name come up, former Bronco and Cowboy. Jared Goff has taken two teams to the NFC Championship game. I don't want to hear about, well, you know, in the AFC, they got the stars and then star quarterbacks in the NFC. It's just some guys. No, Jared Goff is more than just some guy. All right, you're going to hear a lot of that this week about golf versus Purdy is not going to be as pretty as Lamar versus Josh Allen or Lamar versus Mahomes. That game's still going on as I'm recording. 
Oh, Goff and Purdy, they're game managers. Stop. Jared Goff can play this game. He was lousy in the first year here. We all were questioning it, including me. He's gotten better. He's worked at it. He's got a great quarterbacks coach in Mark Brunel. He's got an excellent offensive coordinator in Ben Johnson. And he has a head coach in Dan Campbell that believes in him. And today, when he had to deliver some big throws, he did. Threading the needle on throws to Laporta and St. Brown. The throw to Jamison Williams over the middle was a beauty. The touchdown pass to Josh Reynolds is almost Stafford-like with a little no-look in the back of the end zone. All right? Little things, like holding out fakes on that third and short, then turning and hitting Brock Wright across the middle for that same play they ran against the Jets last season. And Brock Tober rumbles 29 yards. By the way, Brock Wright is hurt. Dan Campbell set up to the game. He's probably not playing next week with a shoulder. And Jonah Jackson injured his knee, and he's probably not playing next week either, which totally sucks. But like I said, Coyote Awoshika came in the left guard and did okay. But you got to have your quarterback, and you got to have a guy that's a leader of men in that room, and that's exactly what Jared Goff is. And he deserves hearing the fans chant his name. Tell me the last Lions quarterback that's won two playoff games in the same season. Bobby Lane? Probably it. Wasn't number nine. Sorry, dude. Facts. Hashtag FAX. Jared Goff is a winner. And he's elevated his game. And next week, he could throw three interceptions. I don't care. Lock him up. Sign him long-term and keep him here. You just don't know. He's earned it. There's a poise about him. There's a, an awareness about him right now. And today, the Lions needed the offense to put up 31 points, and he delivered it. Big throws in the second half. Again, a passer rating in a playoff game of 103.5. Last week, same thing. Had to deliver against the Rams. Game got a little dicey. Second and nine. Game on the line. Lions threw the football. They trusted him. And he delivered to St. Brown. Boom. Game over. Today, same thing. They tried two passing plays when they when, when, when they could have just run the ball, forced Todd Bowles to use his timeouts. No, they put the ball in the hands of 16. Didn't deliver those, but still, the defense then picked him up. And by the way, Jack Fox, again, punt the ball inside the tent. There's a reason his nickname is the punt god. Guy's awesome. It's not overlooked Jack Fox ever. Oh, can you believe this? How excited are you? How happy are you? So Aiden Hutchinson, he was in tears on the field. It's the last home game at Ford Field, but like for this season, but like, man, just awesome. Um, all right, let's give out some game balls. We will do that uh, coming up next. Right here on Lockdown Lions. Lions 31, Bucks 23. Lions win again. Hey, what about our friends at FanDuel? We got the playoffs here. We got NBA. We got NHL, college basketball. You got to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, FanDuel has San Francisco as a seven-point favorite over your Lions next week. You think the Lions are going to win outright, cover, whatever? Hop on FanDuel because right now new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. 
That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use, and there's so many different ways to bet, like live, same-game parlays. Find bets in the new Explore tab. Make a parlay in the Parlay Hub. Best way to find popular parlays and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and make your first bet a layup. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Lions win today 31-23 over the Tampa Bay Bucks in the divisional playoff round. Next up, San Francisco in the NFC Championship game next Sunday. Lions, I believe, have lost 13 straight in San Francisco. Let me look this up one more time. You want to talk about some numbers uh, and some crazy stats that I have from you from our crack research staff. Uh, Always getting the text from the crack research staff. They know who they are. They're the best in the business. The Lions have lost 11 straight road playoff games going into next week. They've lost 13 straight on the road to the 49ers. The Lions' last road playoff win was in 1957, I believe at old Kizar Stadium in San Francisco. So I think Lion fans could take over next week. What do you think? Let's take over that damn stadium. Be awesome. Those West Coasters, do they really care about football? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But this is exciting. Um, Lions and Niners. Remember Lions and Niners at Ford Field, Jim Schwartz and Jim Harbaugh getting into it? That's my first Lions-Niners memory um, was that. All right, game balls. Let's hand out some game balls. First and foremost, and who was it? Somebody on Mandy. One of my listeners, Mandy on Twitter. Mandy, shout out to you. Mandy tweeted to me at Dairy Speaks, and she said, Frank Ragnow should get the first game ball. 100%. This guy's knee got bent backwards on that horrible third and one call where they were running, they were throwing the ball, which made no sense in the first half. He had to leave the field. You know, I've been saying this on the show. The Lions without Frank Ragnow are like a bath without bubbles. It's just not happening. All right? And he came back in the game. He never took his helmet off. He didn't go in any blue tents. That dude is a warrior. Played earlier this year with like uh, um, a meniscus tear. Came back like week, uh, two weeks later. That's usually like a six-week injury. The guy's a monster. He's one of the best centers in the league. Anchors that offensive line. He gets the first game ball. Uh, Jameer Gibbs gets a game ball from, here, from me because every time he touches the rock, it's electrifying. He averaged eight yards a carry today, 31-yard touchdown run. That cut back when he went left, my gosh. I apologize when I said they never should take a running back at 12. I was wrong, 100%. Jameer Gibbs, game ball. Jared Goff, game ball. I told you, threw for 287, two touchdowns. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, eight catches, 77 yards, and and a touchdown. Game ball. Sam Laporta, on one leg, nine catches. Game ball. On defense, uh, Brian Branch was really good today. Nine tackles, eight solo, a sack, two TFLs. I'm giving Brian Branch a game ball, and I'm giving Derek Barnes a game ball because that dude made the, the biggest interception of his life, maybe the biggest in franchise history, to uh, stop that drive and end the game. Nice play, cut in front of the tight end. Brian Branch, a game ball for me. 
in this Lions 31-23 win over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Wow. Wow. What an environment. What an atmosphere. I haven't even talked about the fans and how great they were. All right. You guys deserve this. But you're not sitting on your hands. You're not front runners or Johnny come lately's. This is a fan base that deserved these two playoff wins and deserved these two playoff games at Ford Field. You've traveled all year. You've been all over the, the, the map and all over the, the country. The Tampa game, we remember the Lions fans took over. Uh, the Baltimore game the next week, and I know it was it was a bad game, but like everybody saw all the Honolulu blue in the, in the crowd. Uh, the game in Green Bay earlier this year. It's awesome. And this fan base has been loud. They have forced false starts. They have forced timeouts. Um, you know, a little bit, uh, you could tell Baker a little rattled at the end of that game through that interception. Um, it's been, it's been an incredible run. And now, you know, it culminates with next week. The Lions are in the final four, right? They're, they're the four elite teams that stand at the end of the season. And you're looking at Baltimore as a one seed and San Francisco as a one seed and either Buffalo or Kansas City. And then you're talking about Detroit. It's not just Dan Campbell. It's not just kneecap biting. There's so much more to this team. They're together. All right. There's no egos. All right. Chauncey Gardner Johnson is a big mouth. All right. And yeah, he was on his Instagram live months ago, ripping on Debo Samuel, saying he's a running back. And those two, I'm sure, will have words this week. And there will be all of that. But you know what? The Lions police all of that. Chauncey Gardner Johnson has at least backed it up and said, we're going to go far, and I'm here to win. Right? There, there's leadership in that in that locker room. There's guys that have been there. There's the Taylor Deckers and the Ragnows, Jalen Reeves-Maven, who they've had to play on defense. And he's been really good because they play together. They communicate. They talk. They want to win. It's a it's a team. It's a real team. Right? You watch Michigan football. That was a real team this year. Right? Not individuals. And that's what the Lions are. And it's refreshing, and it has rallied this town. And there's nothing better than when a city behind it gets behind its NFL team, and its NFL team makes a run. There's nothing better. We've had the Stanley Cup runs, we've had the Pistons runs, we had the Tigers runs that were cool, the two World Series and all of that with Jim Leland. This is elite. So soak it in, enjoy it. We'll have some great shows this week. Thanks for making this your first listen. Checking us out wherever you get your podcast. Tell your friends about us. Lockdown Lions, 31-23 Lions over Tampa Bay. They're going to the NFC Championship game next week. <laughs> yes.